You got knuckle punched, bitch. I would put it I'm on the bun. You can fit the pickles. You can put fit the pickles in there. Pickles. You can fit the pickles in there. You can fit the pickles in there. Come on. Pickle chicken sandwich. Take it away, John Friggin Smith. Welcome to the rabbit hole. How did we end up on that rabbit hole? Where all you knew is wrong. <laughs> and rules are just suggestions. I like the pipe. Made up as we go along. Shut up, Corn. Fuck you. And who knows what you'll find here Maybe heaven or your worst fears Whatever it may be It's yours to keep forever Just in time, you've entered a rabbit hole Please, go down further Where there's philosophy hidden within stupidity My nipples are sweating (laughs) What are they doing to that chicken? They're punching holes in it. You know, I want to teabag Hank Azaria. He can make weird noises. You're fucking weird. You guys are horrible. Bunion rings? Like, I I wouldn't eat those. What the fuck? Hey. Even if it was Paul Bunyan themed, like, you know what I mean? Like flannel onion rings or something like that. Yeah, I had a heart attack. Fuck you. It's a sun shiny day. Yeah. (laughs) Fat people need love, too. There's no, there's no way of avoiding saying this. There's no easy way to put it. We are sweating balls. It's hot. Corn's beating. Dude, this is like... You're going to probably be hearing this for the next several episodes at it's some gonna point. It's going to be the next two months. It, it, there's no getting around it today. Like Usually it's just it's been just warm. It's getting a little warmer. It's not so bad. It's not so bad. It's then not you so get bad. Now it's like, don't you dare use that mask to wipe his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I need that. <laughs> this is the outside. Use it on your chin. <laughs> so, because we're burning up, we figured we why not uh, why not talk about something cool. icy, nice and icy. You are just in time. We are. When I say we, I mean we are the J and T baggers. DJ Van Nielsen joined again by <laughs> Norman Blunts and. Tiger Durgan. Corn, you'd realize it's been forever since you've been here. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been a while, guys. Yeah. MIA. Sorry. Let's just get quackalacking with it, I guess, huh? Now, before we go down that rabbit hole, just want to take a quick second to thank Mr. John freaking Smith for his beautiful song, Yours to Keep, from the amazing album, Songs of the Great Collapse, both of which can be found at johnfreakinsmith.com. Late reviews with the boys from Just In Time. Well, if you read the title, it's it's fucking Mighty Ducks. We're we're doing a whole special now. We're gonna run through because there, there's a bit of Mighty Ducks. The one thing we will exclude from this is the Mighty Ducks cartoon. I think we can all agree we don't need to go into that, do we? Oh, I, I forgot about that. that. I would I would have watched it. There was only one girl in there. Yeah. I think it was two, two girls. girls. One, was one cup? I'm sorry. That's an old... That's the only old reason game. I remember that is McDonald's was selling like the air hockey things. You guys realize technology and like trends have moved so fast that there's a generation of kids that have no idea about the two girls in the... Good. They should be forgotten. Yeah, it, it won't be because memes will always bring it back through legend. 
Well, that's the first thing when we all got our hands into the internet. Honestly, that's what happened. Let's go to the days when kids played sports instead of cruising the internet. Oh, I missed. That's what you did after playing sports. What What year was uh What year was this first Mighty Ducks movie, Corn? The first Mighty Ducks movie was in nineteen ninety four. I like how you waited until you had already put the like you until you had already said in and then pulled out your phone to look. Sorry, guys. I was lying. It's a uh, first movie was in the first Mighty Ducks movie was in nineteen ninety two. Oh, so we were baby boys. Yeah, we were. We were I wasn't born. How uh, we we I I saw this movie when I was probably like seven or eight. Yeah, I probably saw it when I was like six or seven. Or so, but it was uh it was a fucking, it was still a great fucking movie. Emilio Estevez. That was, I think that was my introduction to him as a kid. Yeah, I hadn't watched like uh Young Guns or any of the other stuff that he had done or like any of the uh, Brat Pack movies that he did. You know, Breakfast Clubs and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, Gordon Bombay, drunk driver, right? Yep. Drunk driving, has to do community service, (laughs) fucking... Former uh, NFL star. Yeah. Has to go do community service, coaching a ragtag youth hockey team. That's where he met Charlie. Yeah. That was his first band of misfits. I want to say the writer, what's the writer's name? Fucking, uh, because I'm pretty sure it's the same guy. Stephen Brill. Stephen Brill. I think it was like pretty much inspired like by like bad news bears types of movies and shit. Just wanted to do a hockey one. Could you do a drunk? Yeah. And he crashed. And mi- yeah. And mi- well, not he didn't crash. He just swerved and then the cop pulled him over. Mm. And he's like, oh, good okay. afternoon, officer. Yeah. He's like, did you just call me officer? Dude. So he has to work with ragtaggy kids and shit. And like now it's like the tale as old as time and shit, but. Yeah, because he played for the Crows. It's like Sandlot, but with a coach. Yeah. I think that's why Sandlot was awesome, because it wasn't coached. It wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't an organized sport. When they played against the kids that did play the in the youth league or whatever, they kicked their asses. Yeah, they were just good kids that just wanted... They were really good, but, you know, they were misfits. They and just what, played baseball together. Fun. Yeah. Sandlot. That, that was cool. This one, uh, I think they were playing in like duck ponds, you know what I mean? Like fucking ponds in the ice and shit like that. That's why they gave you the old school fucking uh, ice uh, ice hockey thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. No rollerblades because, dude, growing up, dude, I was like, oh, wait, we you can play fucking hockey with rollerblades. You don't need ice, you know, instead of a puck, it's just a freaking ball. I think they had uh, a couple of scenes like that, too. But I'm not sure. Kind of like yeah. Malcolm in the Middle. That's where they meet. Um, the that's in two though. When they meet that one, Knuckle Puck. Yeah, the Knuckle Puck. Yeah, but that first one, there was a who is it? The guy that played the fucking coach, corn uh, the the coach for the other team, the the Hawks coach. Yeah, he was on My Cousin Vinny, and he's been he's he's just he's a good villain. Lane Smith. Yeah, he did a fucking he did a great job, like kind of driving that point home of being like wasn't that he win at all calls, huh? Wasn't he on Out Cold or was that R.E. Army? Or... That was, uh, I want to say that was Lee Major. Mm. That first, uh, first off, looking back on it now, after Mighty Ducks, Emilio kind of disappeared a little bit from public eye. At least not, you know what I mean? He wasn't making headlines like Charlie Sheen there. He didn't need hookers and cocaine. He didn't. He doesn't have tiger's blood. And realistically, as far as the kids from that first movie, Goldberg was really the only kid that actually Goldberg and Jackson and Joshua Jackson were the only ones that really like 
went anywhere outside of Disney. Fulton Reed. Yeah, Fulton, that's the thing is like he oh, changed yeah, he dramatically when he got older, like facial kind of towards like, oh shit, that that is Fulton. I always was he wasn't on Butterfly Effect, was he? Uh no, no, that was a that was a different guy, huh? The fat guy from uh, Boy Meets No, Me. I'm not talking about Ethan Suffley. I'm talking about the 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 one that played Kutcher's best friend. Growing up, it might yeah. have been. It was him. I mean, plus on top of everything that already started <coughs> with them sucking, midway through they get fucking banks. Yeah, and cake eater. I thought that was cool. How the you know I mean it being a district line thing and shit and how pissed the, his dad was like no this, no. Emilio just like no, I'm I'm actually not gonna withdraw or whatever. Like no, I'm 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 taking that kid. I'll make him better because you're an asshole. Yeah, and I liked how he didn't even like try to press him for inside information on the other team. It was just like he showed up and just like I just want to play hockey. All right, he's part of the team. Uh, They'll warm up to you. Yeah, (laughs) and he's the biggest thug out of all of it. Oh yeah, through the through the entire fucking. That He's hurt. Movie trilogy. He was the fucking gangster of the whole squad. He's hurt for like fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> like they fucking for, they destroyed his fucking arm in the first one. Yeah, they really did. Like it, it's fucked up because as much as you want to focus on some of the kids, realistically, I know they were trying to push Joshua Jackson. Fucking what, what's Conway? Yeah, Charlie Conway. Oh, Charlie Con- yeah, they were trying to push Charlie Conway. They fucked his arm up though in that fucking dude. His wrist was ah. Uh-huh. Yeah, doesn't he get his knee fucked up too at one point in the in this series? I think yeah, in the second one. Yeah, he gets slapped by the Russian uh, coach in the second one. No, that was Bombay. That's who you're thinking of. But yeah, I think he gets hit by an Icelandic player in the leg. Because he gets like knocked out in the first one, huh? Like he he just left on a stretcher. I remember that. Yeah, in the first one, like they he had to. Had to come out of the game after scoring a goal. and sh- It was like a concussion. Oh, yeah, he slammed a- his head on the fucking goal. I remember that. Yeah. On the post. They fucking, they, and it was because they, again, that's the one advantage the Mighty Ducks have had through all three of these movies is that they play against cheaters. And that, and the, the cheaters, instead of that being a thing that helps them win, even though they usually get away with the cheating thing, it motivates the Ducks to kick their asses. I'm not sure. I'm I'm not angry about it. I'm just like pointing it out somewhat. Like they're all fucking cheaters. Well, you gotta like definitely in that style of movie. You don't need like a sympathy for the bad guy. Like no Mighty Ducks. You go up. Plus, a lot of it isn't even technically cheating. It's just playing more physical. Okay, there's some dirty shit that they throw. (laughs) Yeah, but there was they they captured that perfect energy. Like as a kid. You pay you pay attention more to the kid actors and shit. As an adult, you're more just like Bombay is banging Conway's mom. Like there's no there's no two ways about it. She was already they're they've been into each other this whole time. This is beautiful. And and the kid is like down with it too. Well yeah, he thought that was gonna be new dad. Yeah, as someone who's been a kid with a single mom and shit, you don't just you don't just go trying to fucking hook your mom up with any old random dude, man. Especially a coach. Yeah, like, that might be the creepiest dude in town. But he has no, no it's dick. Emilio. He's just got, he had such an innocent face, too, back then. That was a good movie. I, I, I did enjoy it. Like, that's the thing, like, watching it as an adult, like, you appreciate the adult characters in it more. Like, they actually were pretty well-rounded and shit. Like, they didn't just instantly hook up. There was, 
there was a bit of back and forth and shit, you know. Goldberg was still the best in that shit, man. <laughs> I am Goldberg, yeah, the goalie. Dude. I did like that, that they just strapped him to the goal and just like everybody hit him. <laughs> that was good old fashioned. Like, you can't get away with that now. Oh, they hell no. They could not have done that to Coob in the fucking. You have to do that to your own child and then you could still get in trouble. Yeah, you you have to you have to live in Russia and do that to your own child, and then it's okay. I like that his introduction, like him introducing himself to the kids too, was just driving the limo onto the fucking ice and just. I just know, I just know isn't good enough. I wanted to see the driver of the limo back in. Oh, that would have been awesome. Like the rest of them, because I Did think he. he no, I think he dropped off after the first movie. I don't know if he died or not. Corn. He might have been too scary, or he might have been doing home improvement. Hans? No, not Hans, the driver. Yeah, Hans was the... The limo driver, the dude. The hockey shop guy, right? Yeah. And then his brother, or whatever, was the other one. You see Guinea? I wonder why they didn't bring him back. That would have been cool. Is he dead? He was on Fresh... So, th- hell, there's also the backstory of Bombay being a hawk. Yeah. And, yeah, and him having to face his old team after... and. Knowing like he made big news and shit for missing <laughs> missing a fucking goal, goal. And shit. Yeah. After his dad a died. Penalty shot. Yeah. Even though he became a hot shot lawyer. 30 and 0. Yep. 30 and, and 1. And he even used that to get back at the fucking company that made him fucking play for like coach the ducks in the first place and shit. It was cyclical. It was cool. He got to use the, the lawyer skills. Got lawyered. Yeah. So then we get to the second one, Olympic, Olympic, or not Olympic, but pretty much, right? Junior yeah, Olympic. Yeah, that I actually liked the concept for that. First of all, I, my memory has always my my nostalgic memory has always pointed back to the first one as when they got that cool Mighty Ducks thing like logo, but it's not. They had the cheesy fucking duck in the first one through the whole first one. The green one, green yeah, and yellow. Jerseys. It wasn't until the end of the second movie that you actually got the the Mighty Ducks logo that became so familiar to so many. The white mask? Yeah. The one that fucking Anaheim ended up using for a short time or, or well in a grand scheme. Yeah, the it's mask a short itself time. is a long like that's that was a long one, but the exact same logo. A few years. Yeah. It's awesome though. <laughs> <coughs> So the first one was 92. Second one was 94. So they were like clockwork with these ones. Yep, strike two it while it's boom, young. Two years, boom. I mean, the second one fucking was awesome again, just to see the fucking, see him have to get, like, I like that they still stayed focused on Bombay. Because he, of course, the coach has to have character growth too. It's not just about the bitch ass kids. Yeah, dude, as a kid, though, watching that, I didn't think about Bombay at all. Because I'm like, oh, dude, oh, there's new Bash Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Because and they Benny added- the Jet is playing hockey. And he can't stop because he's too fast. Get it? And he's reunited with the black kid from the from Sandlot. Oh, my God. Wait. Yeah, he was in the first two, right? Mm-hmm. He just didn't come back for the third one. Yeah, he was a go to college. 
We already gave one one black kid a scholarship. We're not giving two of them. Was that Keenan? Not in the yeah. not in the first one. In the second one, though, yes. Yeah. I like. He, I hated Keenan though in that fucking in like his introduction in that movie though. He was just a fucking troll. He was just a. He was pretty much a from Happy Gilmore. You, you suck, jackass. <laughs> I love saying that, but not too many people remember that. So you're gonna miss this putt, jackass. Yeah, that was funny. I fucking loved that shit. <laughs> That's when they introduced the shooter, Bash Brother, right? Yeah. Uh, Justin Wong is his real name, but Ken, yeah. Kenny Wu, he was the figure skater. He came back for the third one too, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Yeah, I think so. Who has third? <laughs> so the second one is when they introduced the first Bash Brothers, which was him and the knuckle punch guy, right? Mike Vitter. Okay. Goldberg was the only person of like ethnicity in the first Mike one. Mike Vitter. <laughs> is that him? Yeah, Vitor- uh, Benny the Jet. Oh shit. Never mind. Wrong person. Oh, fuck. Holy shit. Justin Wong got fat over the years. I just realized. Yeah, that. he got big, dude. Yeah, so the second one, we saw a lot. We saw quite a few returning characters. There were a few of the kids that didn't come back. That's why I said it was very Emilio centric still. But suddenly he's, uh, he's getting in the spotlight and shit and, you know, doing all these interviews and talking all this shit. They got a good ass villain. Guaranteeing wins. Yeah. They got a hot Icelandic chick. Didn't Emilio Estevez sleep with her? I think he was trying to. I think he hit it. I don't think he quite did, but he gave her some secrets because they kicked the shit out of them. They switched over. They didn't. She switched over, didn't she? Maybe at the end. Mm-hmm. But she that was after, like, they played him twice. And the first time, the Icelandic guys kicked the fuck out of him. Mm-hmm. And it was right after he went and had ice cream with that bitch. Mm-hmm. And they found out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After pretending to be Aaron Spelling's nephews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but Goldberg did some good acting in that one, man. That was cool. But yeah, it was a fucking uh it was cool seeing Keenan like they there was it felt like Rocky Three almost when Rocky uh goes to the fucking hood in LA and has to learn learn to fight with black people. <laughs> Sir, have you never seen Rocky Three? I know what you're talking about, just the way it's described. He was fighting Ice T, man. Mr. T. But that's uh, that's how that's what it felt like in the second one though, because they had to go to the hood and learn how to play hockey. And, yeah, because like, they get their ass beat. Yeah, they're like, "You guys are soft. You need to learn how to play hockey like on the streets." Like rollerblades, right? Yep. Yeah. No pads. No pads. Boom, boom, boom. That shit was actually kind of awesome though, too. I was fucked up because they were all getting taught though, too. Like everybody had a lesson. There, it wasn't just like we're gonna kick the shit out of you. And yeah, show they you how stopped for a are. second. It was like, let me show you something. Yeah. I felt sorry for the kids that taught him those secrets because what about those kids, dude? Why don't they get the fucking recognition? You know what I mean? That's why when Banks had to sit, that's why fucking uh, Keenan was like the perfect sub in. Cat too. Cat was uh, Cat was the sub for the goalie. Oh wait, didn't uh, didn't? Oh, it was when and when uh, when Banks came back. Yep, that's when Josh. <laughs> that's when Joshua Jackson was like. I'm better at coaching than playing anyway. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) That was crazy. You just sat out to get... That was probably the best coaching move ever, ever, though. Like, no, we need a star and a knuckle puck. We need them both. Hard. I wonder how many people accidentally, like, went to say knuckle puck, but knew it was for the black kid and almost said something else puck. 
That's a far stretch. Uh, not with the ER, with the A. I said knuckle punch, man. Yeah, see, that sounds more common than what like, you're... That's what I mean, like knuckle punch. And then it just shifts over in the knuckle punch. And then, you, yeah, you slowly, you take away the L and you're already like halfway there. That was the name knuckle punch? Knuckle punch? Knuckle, knuckle puck. Not knuckle puck, okay. See now, <laughs> now it's gonna be stuck in corners. He's gonna say the he's gonna say the wrong one, but that was the second one, the knuckle punch, the knuckle puck. Okay, the knuckle. Puck. Stop saying knuckle punch. That just sounds redundant for some reason. <laughs> you got knuckle punched, bitch. <laughs> As opposed to what? Palm punched? Yeah. So yeah, of course they won. <laughs> I don't remember what strategy they used besides knuckle. The punch. flying V. Yeah, that that that's the that was the, the first go-to, one, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, they got it in the first one, but the second one is where they like totally brought it together with everyone, and then they also had the uh, the switch out of the goalie cat. No, they had uh, <laughs> knuckle puck be the goalie. <laughs> oh, okay. So that way he could they pulled the goalie and he wound up slapping the puck in for a point. Yeah, that yeah. Was cool. That was fucked up too. That they they kept they made that girl wait though. So. Yeah, they made Cat wait to the very last pretty much fucking scene. Yeah. Oh, now you can be a goalie. Like, I understand, like... Oh, He's yeah, gonna triple giving, deke. Yeah, she's gonna be the one that brings home the win, but, like, that's a little fucked up. Like, dude, give her a fucking chance at some point. Goldberg has fucked up so many times. Ginger, right? And the one time she went in, fucking, she got... Uh, Julie. She, like, pushed a guy or some shit like that and got ejected from the game. Yeah, that's because Cowboy fucking... Oh yeah, that was cool. He roped a goddamn goon. Well, overall, they, I wasn't mad about the kids that didn't return from the first one because they were kind of just the small puny kids. It's a little redhead kid and a little Italian kid. Neither of them really mattered. Yeah, Charlie didn't really have any close friends. <laughs> no, hockey was his close friend. <laughs> hey, Fulton. And he didn't even have a stepdad anymore. Fucking uh, Bombay had made it to the pros, but then got fucking smacked out of it. Huh? Second one. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. We're talking about the second one. Yeah, at the beginning and shit. Like he got got smacked out of it. His knee wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Uh, it was just good that they like followed a story with him and shit too. So of course in the third one, first off, uh, ninety six. So this was straight clockwork. Ninety two, ninety four, ninety six. Straight up clockwork. Let's just keep them going. Even IMDb has Emilio Estevez at the top of the cast list. This motherfucker spends about maybe, what, 15 minutes on screen out of this whole goddamn movie? Beginning and end? Son of a bitch. And his his whole story for going away is what, he's on the commission or some shit now? Or on, like, some council or committee? For fucking, uh, the, like, youth hockey world games or whatever? Some dumb shit like that where he has to go across the country and abandon Joshua Jackson once again. Yeah, because eventually he, you know, he becomes a coach. Yeah. Well, obviously he's a coach. But not a coach coach. He had to recruit people for colleges. Yeah. Right? Scout. Yeah. But- no, he was he was a coach because they even because uh, it was it was a player that he already had that he had uh, like given money to or something. But that's that's that's. Those are events that are explained in the next chapter of this episode. <laughs> but this, this, or this part, yeah, the, uh, the third one, less, le- way less Emilio, 
way more focused on the kids. So I hope you fell in love with those motherfuckers from the the second one, because Charlie, just about all of them are back. To be honest, at least the important ones. Cat. Yeah, cowboy. Fucking uh, Benny the Jet. None of these people are getting their real like character names or real names right now. Uh, Fulton. You know, one thing I did notice, uh, one of the bullies or whatever from the uh, these, this academy or whatever, was uh, he was on Sex Drive. Remember Sex Drive? Remember uh, the the the. Remember when the guy with the glasses was uh, banging the chick in the trailer? Remember the boyfriend? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. The boyfriend. It was there. The big old white dude? Yeah. Let me see if I can find him on here. I think. Oh, shit. He was in Mighty Michael Cudlitz, I think it is. Kudlitz. I might be on the wrong guy. I'm pretty sure this is him. Oh, no. I'm on. I might. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure. He kind of looks like Drew Carey. I might be on the wrong guy right now. Nope. Sex Drive. Oh, he's, he's on all kinds of shit. I think he was on SWAT. I think that's where I remember seeing him. So that was that was, I guess, cool seeing that that little bit of a thing. But yeah, Keenan was back. The other black kid was not. What was the other black kid's name? He's not on the <laughs> he's not on the cast list for yeah, like in the movie. Yeah, Jesse. What's the, well? What's the actor? Bash Brothers. Uh, Brady Quentin Adams. Brandon Quentin Adams. Okay. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't in D three. Dude, was it Averman in D three? I can't remember. Who's Averman? Oh yeah, Averman. Yeah, I got him on the list right here. Yeah, Matt Doherty. Yeah, Averman somehow with his weenie. They had to have one nerd, one pathetic character, I guess. And they that was like, all right, we get that in a fat kid. Well, Keenan's put on a little bit of weight. All right, we get that in two fat kids. Averman somehow made it to all three goddamn movies. Like I understand why the Bash Brothers and shit too. That was a little fucked up that the other Bash brother, they had to save him for the end. And then he was there for like 30 seconds in the final game. Put him in the cage. Yeah. Bash brother. And everybody acted like it was just normal for him to be sitting there stripping. Like he stripped all the way down too, like damn near. They were in college. They're of age. They weren't in college. D3? That was a high school. That was like D3 an academy. D3 was a high school? Yeah. No way. Oh shit. Yeah, that's illegal. Come on, dude. That, that was not a college. I thought it was college. Yeah, no, I did that was too. just a private high school. They got scholarships, yes, but that's how you do it with some of the, that's how poor people get into those kind of schools. Like that scholarship is like college. <laughs> what if Charlie's no, a scholarship is a paid someone paying for your education without you having without it being a loan that you have to pay back. That's scary. And sometimes a scholarship isn't it has to be a full scholarship, which I think they had on that. But yeah, no, that was the thing about when they went to Take the, when they went to play like the in their tournament or whatever, fucking didn't they have to play in a tournament or some shit like that. Yeah, they were playing other teams. They were taking a regular school bus, weren't they? Yeah, it wasn't no fucking, wasn't no cool college bus. College bus at least have like cool luggage departments and shit on the inside. A little bit more insulation, maybe a seatbelt. That'd be cool. Yeah, a prestigious prep school. Yeah, they're yeah they were all fucking. Think about it, they were all fucking preteens in the first two. They're not gonna jump to college. In two years they can't. Yeah, no. Yeah. They they had to deal with the new coach, which of course no, the new coach sucks. He didn't suck because he fucking focused on defense, corn, which as you know wins championships. That's true. <laughs> a fucking pussy. Charlie Conway was a little bratty bitch. Shoot thirty threes in the game. Just go yeah. for it. That's what Emilio was doing. Trick plays. Look at little Jimmy Woo spin around. 
Damn, Benny the Jet was fucking homeboy's girl at the end. Even though he suddenly couldn't stop again. I thought they had fixed that problem in D2, but... Only, uh, he's like Fulton's fucking 1 in 10. (laughs) I won't lie, the third one, it lost a bit of its charm without Emilio. And I understand, like, they were trying to show, like, hey, you you know, you're not going to have the same coach through your entire childhood and your, you know what I mean, career. That's true. So to speak. You got to get used to a different style. And that other coach, remember at the end, he had full approval from fucking, uh, what's his, from, what's his name? I was thinking Becko or Gecko for some reason. You know what? Wall Street was crossing over and I was thinking Gordon and Gecko for some reason. I'm fucking, yeah. But, okay, that makes sense. Gordon, Gordon. (laughs) But, yeah, he had full approval from Bombay and Bombay had even told him fucking everything about fucking Joshua Jackson and shit. You know, he tried. He was trying. And in the end, did his defense not help them win? What what did Goldberg do? He came out of the fucking goalie, out of the goalie box, and became a fucking defender, allowing perfect fucking chance for Cat to actually take over full time the goalie position. That was fucked up though. They all instantly got shit on when they got there, cause fucking Banks made varsity. Cause Banks was a goddamn thug. He was the best one. We in the second one that he had to go through his whole thing where he was hiding, being injured the whole time. Yeah. And then finally got better at the end and was able to come back in. And still got smacked, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Yeah, but the yeah the third one instantly <laughs> made fucking varsity to where they made him the bad guy. Or not the bad guy, but made him part of the bad guy team, of course. Because he fucking... Uh, didn't they do... They invited him to dinner or something like that and then fucking uh, stuck them with the bill, wasn't it? Yeah, they stuck him with the bill. The third one... Eh. I appreciated the little things they were trying to teach. You know what I mean? But Joshua Jackson, by then, he had already gotten older. He hadn't, he wasn't quite Dawson's Creek old yet, but fucking he was getting older. And it was getting annoying seeing him just like whine all the time and try to hold on to these little traditions all the time. And then they had to make it even sadder by having Hans die. Yeah. That's as soon as fucking. Conway leaves and shit too like you actually saw him dying that was fucked up oh everything okay yeah yeah just get the fuck out of my house I don't want to die with a kid in my house it's weird yeah it's creepy just go fucked up yeah they they beat they beat him in the end though yeah they did and they did it wearing their ducks uniforms Yeah, because that's what you always can do is just switch the uniforms and guess what? You're a new team. You're a winner now. Yeah, I like how they did. They did that when they were they were rocking the USA fucking uniforms through that whole fucking thing in the second one, and then boom, you're duckies. <laughs> yeah. And then in the third one, wasn't it the? Uh, wasn't it actually the fucking the coach, the new coach that actually gave him the fucking duck jerseys in the end? The green ones. No. He didn't give him the green ones. He gave him the fucking cool ones. Because all of a sudden it was okay to change the uniforms. There was no rule against that. We can be the ducks. Quack, 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 quack. And then, of course, Bombay at the end. Yeah, he got to lawyer up at the end. Yeah. In his dance. Not not saying nothing. No, he got to lawyer up before that. Remember, he showed up and was like, no, no, no. You offered these boys scholarships. That's a contract. And they are going to accept that contract. 
And then that's when all of a sudden the other Bash brother was just like, I want to be a part of the battle now, too, for five minutes. Guess what? Guess what? Fucking, uh, that Portman? That's fucking Max Goof, man. Yes. That is awesome. That's fucking so awesome. (laughs) That just, like, that just fucked my mind up just now, and I can hear it, too. I was to go cry in the car. Yeah, like that just that just got me. That got me good. Aaron Lore is the name of Portman. And damn, yeah, he did fucking good. Fucking uh It's weird that the the couple was in all three movies but did not really matter much. Like they mattered less and less through the fucking Yeah, cuz the first one it was like pretty much love will prevail. Yeah. The second one they were like, yeah, we're still here. And then the third one it was just like we made it for the picture. Are you pregnant yet? <laughs> Still, it tried to progress the story forward, accepting that you know the kids were getting older. But in the end, it didn't. Without Emilio, yeah, without Emilio giving the the big speeches and whatnot and doing the coaching, it's just not as fun. So then we get to D plus. I like that. So we're 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 fifteen years late. No, twenty five years later. No, I'm 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 okay. So nineteen ninety six. I was born in 93. I'm 27. 15 years later. 25, Corn. We are old. How do you like that feeling? Not too good. I know. 25 years later, we decided to pick it up. We didn't pick it up. Disney decided to dust it off. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I'm not angry about that. I, I was kind of, I was interested kind of immediately just because they, they instantly had Emilio, Emilio like getting involved at some point to where it was just like that first episode. It was just like, all right, let's introduce Emilio. Okay, there he is. Awesome. I'm content with the show now to see where it's going. So who who wants to pull up the IMDb for game change? I already got it. Yeah, since okay, I figured. So we 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 follow the character Evan Morrow. Yes, or is it Evan? Evan? And I guess the two main characters would be Evan and his mom, Alex. Yes, played by the lovely Lauren Graham. Corn obviously has the most amazing crush on this woman. Yes, pretty old, but yeah, you were a Gilmore Girls yeah, fan. Yeah. Oh yeah, figure skater. Yeah, figure skater. Yeah, I forgot about that. No, I do have to admit that uh, this has like the the toned down elements of Cobra Kai. Yeah, a little kiddish. bit more kiddish. But I did like, I'm not mad about them following like a Cobra Kai style because it, it's kind of awesome seeing a new generation also being introduced to the older generation with Bombay and getting to see, of course, later on in the season, getting to see most of the original fucking uh, Mighty Ducks cast. Fucking Aberman. Yeah. Yeah, he even makes it on this. <laughs> He's still the same asshole. I like how they like, Went from the perspective of the ducks being the fucking douchebags now. Yeah, I did like that. Like, again, Cobra Kai style. Like, with the. That's how you pay respect to a legacy, though, too. Showing that what Bombay had built with those kids, with the ducks back then, continued on a legacy even after they were all stepped. had all stepped away from it and shit. And it's in a day and age when we all know how parents are nowadays. No offense, Rook. (laughs) But some of you people. Some of your people, parents, I mean, are fucking psychopaths when it comes to kids and their sports. 
Uh, yeah. And I'm not talking like, oh, Tiger Woods, you know, just trained him, you know. And I'm not even talking about Michael Jackson where they're just beating him into being talented. They're just like weird mental psychopaths. They're like, you will not sleep unless you've made this team. And scout, like, they took it way further, too, knowing that a team with that kind of legacy is going to draw scouts, especially for hockey. How many fucking places do you really go in America to find good hockey players? <laughs> Yeah. Not California. So I I liked that they play, made that play on it, too, that it was, you know, such a big thing. And with today's parent, with the internet and everybody trying to follow these random schemes to try to fucking get their kids into college before they're even in high school. Let's be real. That's what a lot of this is about. Is that possible? Yes. Yeah. A junior high kid can be committed to a fucking college. But they have to score their grades. Yeah, they do, but... They can still commit. It's sad. It's predatory. I'm not saying there's anything legit because none of these college, college college sports are a whole different conversation to have right now. Nowadays, especially, like it's becoming way more obvious how much these kids are being fucking used. See, that's why we, uh, we, we didn't know that was a fucking prep school. I thought it was a college. Or I thought that was a college. I didn't know that was a prep school. It's scary. Yeah, I knew it was... I knew it was a high school. I, I, but I honestly, your kid, you I, I thought they made it obvious on there. Well, they definitely did in <laughs> Game Changers because they, when Evan gets cut and they create hell, then don't bothers. That's when he tells them, "Oh yeah, you're going to jump in." That means you're going to be playing against what is a fourteen and fifteen year olds. Yeah. So just like the first one, they're the little underdogs, all ragtag pieces. That is a mean thing to do, too. Don't bother? No, the uh, that thing where fucking, uh, when you, with youth sports, sometimes there's that weird loophole where it fucking, you end up playing with older kids sometimes. I think it, it it's it's somewhat of a compliment. Like, I remember when I was playing baseball as a kid, fucking, I was, I was a sixth grader, or I was a fourth grader, and I was playing against some pretty large sixth graders. And my team was filled with like fifth and sixth graders that were bigger than me. It was kind of awkward. I held my own though, Vato. <laughs> there were a lot of Mexicans is what I'm saying. Speaking of places where there aren't a lot of Mexicans, Minnesota. No, I was about to say the Adam Banks of their team, Sophie. Yeah, she is the Adam Banks. Not only <laughs> hiding injury and playing injured. The dedication and the skill. The skill! Which Disney might think they're doing something new with like having the girl be one of the stars, but the girls were the stars on the fucking... They were supposed to be. You're so fat that you cover the whole goal. Is it legal or illegal? Hey, you stop those pucks, man. If they're if they're at the age, it's legal. Even... even You're going to be mad if you find a sumo wrestler? Like, imagine if you become a sumo wrestling coach and you actually get a kid who's built like an adult sumo wrestler. But he's legitimate 12 years old. You're going to complain like, oh, this kid's a little too low. Fuck no. Champion? Champion. All right, dap it up. Let's do this. Booyah! And that kid's going to win every goddamn match in the book. It's going to be fucking beautiful, too. Dude, we need a freaking ice rink out here, man. <laughs> Shut up. I, I feel like you... Did you master rollerblades or, or or skates at all as a child he's horrible with balance <laughs> like horrible he can't jump he I can wrestle his ass off with balance but when it comes to stuff like that no you you were good with a long board like yeah a lot of fucking a lot more kid drama 
than uh, your typical Mighty Ducks movie, but it's a show. So they have to they extend. gotta fluff it up with something, yeah. So why not have the kids like each other, not like each other? Oh, is she gonna tell her parents that she's playing for the Don't Bothers? But the real the real purpose of this whole conversation, at least this part of the conversation, this chapter of the episode, is that I have never seen a human face that I've wanted to destroy in my life more than the coach of these current Mighty Ducks. Coach T. Oh, my God. And on IMDb, that's his actual name. So he doesn't even have a full name yet. No, he's just Coach T. I fucking hate that man's face. Not just his face, his He hair. looks confused and dumb all at the same he time. He looks bougie, too. Just like, he looks like he's never, he's never fixed anything in his life. Everything has been just, why don't you just buy a new one? That's what you're supposed to do? Yeah. And he, and he is, he does have a twinge of Canadian, so yeah, you, you got that more right than my mind was starting to sound a little, little feminine there. If you suck, just don't bother. Yeah, maybe we won't. Every like I get it too. Like he had to be the bad guy. They they have to have a, a villain. And I and you know the, I thought the Asian lady, the uh the boss of uh Evan's mom was gonna be the fucking villain. No, that was badass. She turns out to actually be fucking cool. Especially that was in that final episode too, huh? Yeah, they or get drunk. No, second to last. The second to last, they get drunk and they're playing like a version of chariot golf hockey, become best friends or whatever, and then that's when it leads into the second. But that coach, man, that coach. First off, the the uh, the ducks got dis or the uh, the don't bothers end up getting disqualified, right? Yes, right before the final game. Yeah, because uh, Sophie's knee was jacked yeah. the fuck up, and they all the whole team decided for her that they weren't gonna take the ice. Yeah, Corn, wake your bitch ass up. This is what happens in the final episode, motherfucker, the one you didn't watch. So Sophie's legs all fucked up, right? Like bad. So the team says, "Fuck that shit." <laughs> We're not playing. We're not taking the ice. They all drop their sticks in front of her like all fucking gangster-like. And she's all mad and shit. You can see it in her Indian eyes. Like, you ever been bitch slapped by a six-armed goddess? So they forfeit. And douchebag coach has his big old trophy and he's all happy. Yeah, we won. We would have won anyway. You guys suck. Oh, you got an asterisk. You know you do. Nuh-uh. Mm-hmm. You know deep down, you really do. So they challenge him. We'll we'll we'll, we'll play you. Now, what was the if the if the don't bothers lose, they have to pull out of the league. Yeah, entirely, and not come back. But if they win, they become the Mighty Ducks. They get the name, that which is kind of a big drop. Like that's a big old fucking. Because they went back off. to the Ice Palace. They yeah, didn't they like get their stadium. So the stadium gets their own new name now. Maybe the Ice Palace, yeah. Plus, if they're if if they still have the recognizable name, a lot of scouts will still end up on them and shit. If they're that's the weirdness that they're going for, so of course they have their they have their little game. And the the douchebag coach, you know, all along he's been playing pretty fucking fair, and just seemed like a a strict coach. 
you know? He liked victory. That's it. But every goddamn time, they stuck with that tradition to all three movies. Cheat. Cheat, 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 cheat. It's not enough for the bad guys to be better. They have to also fucking cheat. You know, Apollo Creed didn't cheat. Hmm. <laughs> Ivan Drago kind of did. I'm pretty sure he did steroids. They showed him shooting up and shit. But Mr. T didn't cheat. He just fucked him up. The point being, God damn it! every time, Mighty Ducks, every time they just cheat, 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 cheat. I'm not even mad about it. Because it's the same goddamn writer as the fucking movies, isn't it? Stephen Brill? I think so. Or maybe at least co-writer or something, you know. But it was nice. To, it, it was Overall, it was cool seeing Bombay. It was cool seeing fucking a bunch of the original kids come back and shit for at least one episode. There's no easy way to find it. It doesn't say just like writer, but it does say creator Stephen Brill. So that's cool still. They credited him. And it was cool seeing fucking... Uh, you know, seeing them out on the ice. They, of course, had to have a big, fat, brown kid, which I'm not even mad about. But you can't be mad about it. Goldberg set the standard, man. And Tube's awesome. He is. Yeah, the kids, that's one thing with a show, too, is you're able to actually get a little more character definition other than just, like, he's the nerdy kid. It's like, no, you got the girl that has the capes and shit that fucking likes magic and such. You got the little... That would be into D&D. Yeah, you got the snobby little popular girl. Who becomes friends with the nerd girl. Yeah, you got the fucking, uh, Evan's just a dweeb. Yeah. Now, I do, here's the one thing I hate, and it's not for the reasons you might think. The little podcast kid, what's, uh, his his character name is drawn a Nick. full-on Nick. I respect his fucking gangster, first of all, and his fucking pimp. He is pimp. He has it in him. Trying to pick up the cocoa girl. Why the kid that gets raised by two moms has to be the weakest kid? Why are they assuming that two women can't raise a strong boy who's not, like, scared of everything? If you look at the moms, that makes sense. Right? Wait, are they all, like, petite and shit? I don't remember. Yeah, they're not, like, super butch or manly. They don't have to be manly to fucking still raise a boy to be manly. It looks like two young Martha Stewarts. I'm sweating like a bitch. Look at Bobby Boucher. He was raised by his mama, and he was fucking... Yeah, that's inner anger. That had nothing to do with, like, he was super nice and stuttery all the time. That kid's a psychopath growing. Exactly. He's going to unleash in season two. He's going to beat up MJ. He's going to become a new Bash brother. <laughs> nice oh, that'd brother. be sweet. <laughs> oh, I want to see fucking Pancake Shop more often. I will admit that for being a newer show and having Disney Now budget and shit, it the hockey action itself was kind of lame compared to the movie. Yeah, the movies like had some like serious action. I yeah, think it like, made was... it to the kid level. There were some good hits when in the first couple of episodes he was getting fast. Yeah, when they first played the Ducks. Yeah, he was getting yeah. smashed. Pretty fucking good, dude. They were attacking him only too. <laughs> Plus, if you could tie Goldberg to a goal and hit him with fucking pucks, nineties <laughs> was a different time. That was funny too. They had the kid that could afford that had all the nice hockey gear and shit, but didn't even know how to skate. Just sucked ass. He had a sad backstory. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't make like two and two, put two and two together when they did the 
parent meeting in the beginning. Yeah. I didn't know that was his dad, the single dad. Yeah, I'm just glad to be here. You know, just to see good women still in the world. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, I think it has potential. I think uh, I think they should have a season two, at least, and give it a chance and let them let them be the ducks for real, because that was the most awesome part. In that uh, right before that final game, before all the cheating, Rook, what happened? Bombay comes in with a brown box of goodies. Yeah, you know what was in that brown box? What do they always bring in when they need it? A whistle, quack. No, yeah, okay. They're getting ready to play against the duck, the mighty ducks, right? What do you think Bombay's gonna bring in for the don't bothers when they're about to play against the mighty ducks? A gun? <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Corner! This isn't a fucking cartoon. <laughs> I'm skipping it after that one, dude. It, he brings in the original Mighty Ducks jerseys. The green ones? Why? Yes. Fuck you, Corn. Did you say why? every moment in life. You're a piece of shit. Why not? Like this I cannot wait it? till you have a child so I can downplay the living fuck out of that moment for you. And I mean, I'm going to be there in the fucking hospital, watch you cut the cord and just be like, meh. Court, what the fuck, dude? Every one of the movies they put on new the they put on ducks jerseys, yeah. The green ones. Okay. Yeah, they did pull out the flying and scored. Coob's <laughs> parents finally come to a game. And see him kick ass. Coob. He was shut down. I loved how the fucking uh the podcast went on without the kid too. The girl just took over with her dad. Time. Yeah. He only said like maybe two lines in the whole <laughs> shit, dude. Like hello in the very beginning, and then he said like one line out of nowhere, and I was like, yes, he finally fucking said something. That shit was forty two right before the game. Just like yeah, we got the don't bothers versus the ducks. Of course, none of this is sanctioned, <laughs> but it wasn't just the original colors corn. It was actually like the original ducks themselves jerseys, like Conway Reed. Yeah. That was the cool part about Aberman Fulton. So yeah, in the next season, like if they make a season two, these the the don't bothers will be the ducks, the mighty ducks. That's fun. That is fun. Like that. Like I said, Cobra Kai for kids is like immediately. I think what we all had agreed on too after watching the first episode. Like, yeah, it has that same feel, that same love for the source material, which explains with the uh, Stephen Brill or whoever, with the original like creator being involved. That's always a plus. And I like that the <laughs> I like that the theme is usually just like, yeah, you just take something that happened in the originals and you kind of reverse it. You reverse the roles a little bit. It's like poetry, it rhymes, like George Lucas always said about the in the prequels. It works. It was fun. I I don't know. Quack quack. I don't, I, I don't know. Anything else you guys want to add? Cause I'd quack. 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 <laughs> <laughs>